0: What the fuck do you have in your mouth? Oh no. Me at Delphine at all times of the day. Hi Carl. Hi, Carl. Does he just did you bring that or does he just live by your MacBook now? Um,
1: he's attached to my was attached to my ring light. I don't think this episode is gonna
0: take too too long. Like I have a couple of things that I wanna touch on. I'm I feel like I might ramble a little bit because I'm so excited to talk about it. I, so
1: I, the last episode that I saw, I think was the one where they were
0: climbing. Okay. Hey, witches. Hey, witches. <laughs> um. Also, at the top of the episode, I want to mention something. I was listening to our Sabrina episode. Two things. One, I want to mention, Lubercalia isn't a Sabbath; it's a festival. I don't know why I called it a sabbat. Second thing, I am realizing that people who listen to this, I might be the only witch that they know or know of. And that being said, I want to make sure, like, I want to make a point to disclaim when a witchy thing, like, insert witchy thing here, is, like, my personal experience or a studied topic that, like, might not necessarily be my experience or a mixture of both. So, like, yeah I just wanted to like put that out there because I am kind of acutely aware now that like I might be the only witchy pagan person that a listener knows of so yeah that was weird for me to realize. I'm gonna be putting those disclaimers out now.
1: Um, it's funny that you had mentioned Lupercalia because that is one of the tabs that I decided to keep open well, I was closing tabs out for to, to to get ready for this episode. Can you get your ass off the fucking table?
0: You still Sit. have the Lupercalia tab open?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I still have the science of does a soul exist, Lupercalia, Hellenistic,
0: Horned, God, Baphomet. <laughs> Today we're talking about Little Witch Academia, and I'm so excited. It's an anime. Yes, it's an it's a magical girl anime. It was originally a short film, but then um Netflix released like a full TV series version of it uh, a few years later. Um there's two seasons and it's a pretty short watch if you like lighthearted, good feeling, silly, just silly anime. Um It's just such a good, I don't know, heartwarming show for me. I feel like there are some, like, more complex
1: storylines within, like, the episodes, like the one with Diana and her family, the Mm -hmm. one with all the beef between Croy and Ursula, the episode where Akko was trying to help Constance with the boat thing, and, like, I think that one was kind of important because like not everybody wants to be social and you just Mm kind of have to accept that yeah but sometimes people who don't want to be social still need help and i think that was a really good like they're they're definitely not like point blank plot lines and stuff like that but i think they're definitely you know important and you know when you dig a little bit deeper you do get some like like more serious Mm -hmm lessons storylines etc
0: um basically this anime is about a girl named Akko who does not come from a witch family who's going to a school called Luna Nova and it is a school for witches and the reason she's going is because when she was a kid she saw a magic show performed by a witch named Shiny Chariot and it inspired her to want to be a witch when she grew up and she wants to make people smile, and um, she wants to meet Chariot someday. She collects Chariot cards, and she has a poster of Chariot next to her bed, and she's like a huge fangirl, and it's adorable, Um, but she has a lot of challenges she faces at the school. In the first episode, uh Akko is trying to find the bus terminal and she can't find it because um there's no bus terminal because you have to fly there on a broom and she can't fly on a broom because she can't fly
1: question real quick Mm -hmm. can anyone become a witch at Luna Nova
0: so in season two I know you didn't finish all the way and I'm really excited to tell you how it ends so, to answer your question about do you have to be a witch to go to Luna Nova, um, well, I don't think so because Wako well, is not from a witch family, therefore, I don't think she's like a quote unquote born witch. And when she arrives to like the ley line terminal, um, there's those bitches <laughs> that are like, oh, they'll let anyone in these days. I heard that they have to let non witch family people in to like get money because they're doing so poorly so like basically anybody I guess
1: it was a girl I guess age group can just be like
0: I want to be a witch let's go be a witch I guess so I think it's just not very popular in this world like um that one character Andrew his dad and also the school he goes to like have some kind of prejudice against which is like the the regular world knows about magic and of magic and i guess some people have a problem with it it's basically like regular life it's just like the fantasy type magic is real so the boys from the i'm not saying it
1: i'm gonna say it how i say it appleton school Andrew's school
0: yeah how do they say it in the show
1: Ableton
0: oh did you have subtitles on or something yeah oh I I, I don't because they don't match like what they're saying when it's anime yeah, that, sometimes I mean,
1: Listen, that bothered me but not as much as Ableton
0: yeah <laughs> I didn't I did not even realize they said Ableton <laughs> um are they magic are or... no they hate witches
1: so they're not magic at all Mm -mm. in one of the episodes we talked about gender differences are men in Little Witch Academia also called witches
0: I mean in Little Witch Academia we don't see any men we don't see any men that are witches or rocks or whatever you want to call them we don't see any low does he do magic I don't remember, but there's
1: also that shop owner who
0: looks like Tony's cut. Lotte's parents own a magical item cafe, and the guy, the the magical item cafe that's by the school is also run by a guy, but I don't know that they're magical people. Like, I know that you need to have, Lotte says you have to have a license to run those places, but I don't know that you have to be a witch to have the license, Okay. They don't really say. I need to talk
1: about Susie too.
0: I bet you don't like her.
1: Um she's had some character development. She's not as like standoffish as she was at the beginning. Susie is this character who is very obsessed with mushrooms and poison.
0: Yes, she's very grim and her <laughs> is not like a cottage core mushroom. It's like an evil mushroom. <laughs> she's i i like susie she's a huge jerk in the beginning but she does come around and she does support Akko a lot in the last few yeah. episodes of the second season like
1: there's a lot of character development for her and andrew and amanda
0: mm-hmm. and well we'll get to this in a little bit um but in the first season or er, in the first episode, Akko meets Susie and Lote trying to get to the freaking terminal. They crash into a forbidden forest trying to get there. And there's a thing called a shiny rod, like a big strange looking wand with seven jewels um in it that sprouts out of the ground. It's kind of weird.
1: It's a mm-hmm. magical forest.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, Susie uses Lote and Akko as baits to try and get a f- poisonous feather from this giant chicken. Dragon. Dragon thing. thing.
1: That's that, honestly kind of terrifying.
0: Yeah, and its breath turns you to stone. In order to save everyone from this thing, Akko uses the shiny rod, which is shiny chariot's wand to save them somehow yeah yeah somehow um in episode two we're introducing to diana who is akko's rival she's super perfect um she's trying to uh cure this tree that's sick um because there's a bunch of parasites on it but it turns out that it's this butterfly that only hatches every 100 years 120 yeah 120 and that there's a couple things that only happen like every hundred years that just so happen to happen while Akko is uh, at school. I like, I like Diana's character. Mm-hmm, me too, um, because
1: she seems absolutely perfect, but you discover that she's not, mm-hmm. and that she has her flaws, and she also owns up to them, mm-hmm. um, and she also has very good character development. Yes. Um, and you can see that she's not a bad character in the second episode towards the end because she's trying to get rid of these parasites that are living on the tree now let me be perfectly clear by the word parasite it does have a negative connotation but not all parasites are bad okay thank you um she's trying to get rid of these parasites that are on this tree and Akko remembers she recalls something from the depths of her brain. And I think it's on one of the cherry cards.
0: Yeah, the papiliodia.
1: And she's like, wait, no, I know what this is. And Diana goes to cast a spell on one of the larvae or pupa. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: she basically almost kills Aco once they realize what happened and what they actually are diana like she really does own up to like her mistakes and stuff
0: yeah and she helps her she helps akko pronounce the proper spell to like help them hatch i don't quite remember and at the end the tree is all better right and everyone's trying to give diana credit and diana's like well i mean wait No, and everyone's like well who could have done this except for diana she's perfect and diana just kind of like walks off um there's a broom relay race we get introduced to amanda there yeah amanda i don't think it's
1: that important of an episode but
0: there is one part that's important and it's there's a broom that's in the magic item cafe and it's a broom that has to be chained up and locked in like a metal cage because It's like it has its own will, like it just will fly off all crazy. And Akko, well, no, Amanda takes it to try and use it in the relay race. And it doesn't go well. And then Akko eventually gets on it.
1: That doesn't go well either.
0: Yeah, neither of them win. But that broom comes in later. The next episode, they... Um, Lotte, Susie, and Akko get detention because I guess off-screen they stole sweets. Oh,
1: Jesus. Okay.
0: They stole sweets and um, so they got detention and then they snuck out of detention to go to Comic-Con. Uh, basically, Comic-Con for a book that Lotte is obsessed with. And it's kind of adorable. But this is like my least favorite episode for some reason. I always kind of tune out. I like the ending when
1: Lotte meets the author girl
0: hmm
1: and kind of like encourages her to write again
0: yeah yeah it's sweet episode after that there's this greedy dragon bitch uh he steals the sorcerer's stone because he's using it as collateral for a really ancient loan but it turns out that like the interest on the loan was never really applicable and it was written in dragon script and no one could read it except except diana yeah and Diana puts him in his place oh the next episode there's this fountain which I didn't write down the name of but it's like a magic star fountain of like a fountain of Polaris or something and Ako goes there because if you go there and you are worthy you will be granted power and in this episode we're introduced to andrew who is a childhood friend of diana's they're not really friends anymore though um a lot of mischief happens but akko didn't get to use the fountain i don't remember that episode she gets she gets to the fountain but then it disappears before her eyes and professor ursula who is secretly chariot and we kind of know that from the very beginning like there's no ifs ands or buts about it like they don't kind of they don't try to hide it (laughs)
1: the way that she because it's not actually revealed until like towards the end of season one um but they they do give a lot of hints like you see Akko talking about shiny chariot like and then you see Ursula hanging out by a window watching her and you're just like hmm
0: and she literally yeah and she literally has like alcohol, which is like the bird like the white bird with the yellow star on him like she literally Uh, has the same bird i never realized that and like i don't know they're spoon feeding it to the audience like i don't think anyone who watches this in episode one was like not like hey hmm you know i don't know i feel like it's pretty or at least by episode two um i was wondering professor ursula when the fountain disappears before aqua's eyes professor ursula is there and she's like when a witch is not worthy and she goes through that fountain the fountain will disappear before her eyes and she's like i guess you just came here a little too early and then ako like the voice acting in japanese and in english is pretty good here and like she really gets choked up and she's like i just want to be like chariot that's just like her whole purpose and like the voice acting really sells it, especially in Japanese. The voice acting in Japanese is really, really good.
1: I want to skip ahead real quick. Mm-hmm. There's that episode where Akko turns into the mouse and they go to that Appleton school. And that one, I don't remember if it's Amanda or the blonde haired dude, but one, excuse me, Andrew or the blonde haired dude, Um, but one of them is like really questioning like her and her motives and her dreams and her goals and everything like that. And they're like, well, you're never gonna get it. You're never gonna make it. And she's just like she's very passionate about and not just being like chariot, like completely like being a superstar musician, but like she wants to make people happy. And you can so- kind of see like her priorities shift a little bit throughout the the show. Because at first it's like, I just want to be like chariot Mm -hmm. where like, I want to be a good magician, which whatever Um, I want to be able to perform cool magic tricks. I want to, you know, have a loyal following, whatever, whatever it is. But towards the end, you can tell that she's more so wants to make people happy and Mm -hmm. make them smile and feel good than um, what her previous desires were.
0: Yeah, because at first it's like, I have to be like Chariot. Because I feel like her goal was always to make people smile, to make people happy. But she's like, I have to be like Chariot to do that. But like, the more time goes on, the more she's like, she says this line. She's like, I can't be Chariot. I am just me. And like, that's enough. And she like slowly gets to that. And in some episode, which I don't think you got to this episode, but like Andrew even gives her a talk and he's like, You need to stop comparing yourself to chariot. Like you need to stop aiming for chariot. You just need to aim for a goal for yourself, like for Ako." Um there's a f- couple filler episodes. Like um Which one? Like uh there's an episode where they have to take exams and Akko flushes her teacher down the drain because the teacher's a fish yeah professor Pisces and she has to turn into a fish to go find her and the teacher teaches philosophy and the exam was about altruistic acts between like cross-species altruism and Akko didn't understand that topic. And she also didn't understand the teacher because she was speaking fish language. But in the process of flushing her teacher down the drain and then finding her in a fish trap and then saving a fish family from the fish trap, she like passed the exam because she performed altruism cross species. It was like a
1: rare species of fish that she saved too, though.
0: Yeah, it was endangered or something
1: and all the other like professors and stuff were super pissed about it and then professor Pisces is like no no she passes mm-hmm. she saved my life yeah and then the other professors are like
0: that one bitch with the brown hair she kind of looks like she does a little bit um, the next episode is where Susie is performing an experiment. She accidentally puts herself under, and a bunch of mushrooms are growing around their house. Akko goes into her dream, dream world to try and like wake her up and find her. And there's a bunch of Susies running around inside of Susie's head, different kinds of Susies. At some point, they all morph, well, like the evil one morphs into a giant susie do you remember that part it's really scary i don't remember that episode either oh my god that's like the that's my second least favorite episode um i i kind of i like i think i always skip that episode (laughs) um but watching it like there's this one part where the evil susie like morphs into this giant monster and like it's actually very scary looking but the very small amount of plot in there is that susie is like actually very appreciative of akko even though she's kind of an asshole to her sometimes there's an episode where um susie latte and akko accidentally resurrect a dead person turns out to be the headmistress's dad that one was cute that was so cute um, that one's very filler because I don't think there's any real plot that happens in that one either. So there's three filler episodes really, so far. Yeah. Um. Next episode, Andrew has a party and Akko, Lotte, and Susie sneak in with like a Cinderella spell, and Susie releases a cupid bee.
1: It's like a love potion type thing. Like yeah. The first person you see, you fall in love with, but it's only, like, temporary.
0: Yeah. And so it stung Andrew, and then he he looked at Akko. He fell in love with Akko. And then it stung Diana, and at at some point Diana looked at Akko, and she fell in love with Akko. At some point, it stung Diana again, and she was looking in a mirror, and she fell in love with herself. Lotte was getting a lot of attention, and at the end, like, when the spell wore off... Because it only wore off once they smashed the bee. Um, all the boys like dispersed from Lotte. Um, and they said something kind of mean. I don't really remember what they said. And Lotte was like, oh, that figures. And it made me really sad. But there was that one boy. And he was interested in Lotte. Frank. Frank is his name. He was really cute. And he did ask her out on a date. But she said that... Um, they would be better off as friends first. I thought that was really cute. And then they never revisited that. No, well. they didn't. <laughs> Maybe she just wasn't interested in him. This next episode, I just wrote down Blue Moon Ghost. High Priestess Professor
1: Woodward. Uh, She goes into a cave. And the ghost can give her her deepest desires,
0: I believe. And she said she wants to be like Chariot. <laughs> It was like an evil, an evil ghost, and like it's another thing that only happens on a blue moon, and of course, Akko's at the, Akko's there at school when it happens. She says she wants to be like Chariot,
1: but then she realizes that she would lose a lot of her friends or something like that mm-hmm. as like um, a consequence, I guess, a trade, and she decides against it.
0: I don't know if it's because she turned it down, but somehow it turns the ghost into Professor Woodward who comes back into the series like a few times. Um and Professor Woodward is this like really beautiful nature spirit looking motherfucker um that actually tutored like chariot and Professor Croy who comes in later. I don't like Croy. I have complex feelings about Croy. The next episode they mentioned Sawen, which we've briefly talked about. Yeah. They have um, this thing they put on and everyone gets assigned tasks for it. It's like a festival or something. Um, and everyone has a job to do, like, you know, food or decorations and uh, Ago, Latte, and Susie get assigned to be the sacrifice for something called Baha Baha Baha, Baha 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 I think um and it's this um person that turned into a monster I guess its friends all died or something along those lines and it cries and it it wakes up every Samhain and it eats people and then it, it immediately like whoops them out so they no one actually gets harmed and they have like someone is assigned to be the sacrifice every year it was it was Akko, Susie and Latte this year. Akko wanted to be something called the Moonlight Witch which is like the most special witch at the Sawen festival but like everyone's like it's gonna be Diana like there's no way it's gonna be you when you're like the sacrifice for Barawa um and she's like, you know what? No, I'm going to cure Barawa. Uh, I'm going to make him laugh instead of cry. So she tries that. I don't remember how she actually cures her, him, them. Do you?
1: No, I don't. Um, Everybody was so, like, proud of her at the end.
0: Yeah. Well, because she did, she put on a really good show. Everyone was laughing and... Bahara whatever the monster i'm going to call it the monster did end up somehow being cured um but um diana still won the moonlight witch title because i guess ako and her team were disqualified cuz they didn't actually perform the sacrifice part of their job yeah and that was the last episode of season 1 season two were introduced to professor croy professor of modern magic i think season two also starts with um the fairies going on strike Mm -hmm. um the fairies want more magic from the sorcerer's stone yeah from the sorcerer's stone and at some point akko akko goes to try and talk to them but instead they turn her over to their side And when Diana tries to talk some sense into the fairies, Akko's already on their side and she's like, don't listen to her. She's an aristocrat. She's from the bourgeoisie or something like that. (laughs) Croy makes some kind
1: of fancy ass device, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. She, Croy invented magic magic routers. Yeah, magic routers that you can like carry with you. Um, that like store the magic of the sorcerer stone so you can like carry it with you and so like the the amount that it produces every day will stay the same and it won't like continue to suck up more energy i don't know the metrics of the magic and everything they talk about i don't think it totally makes sense at least not to not- me and that's okay um okay so episode 2 is where we get like the meat of the plot. The shiny rod is actually called the climb solus. Solus climb solus. Um, and it's something used to open the dran excuse me Jesus Christ the grand Triskelion. and you have to be chosen yes by the shiny rod thank you yeah we're not going to call it the climb solid. that's too fucking hard to deal with
1: I wasn't sure but I also almost said shiny wanders shiny sticker or
0: something golden rod <laughs> close enough so in order to open the seal of the, Dran- the Grand Triskelion you have to collect seven words and the words are like an ancient text like they're ancient spells And, um, like, the spells are, like, you know the spells, but, like, you have to breathe life into them when you say them. And once you open the drink, Triskelion, you gain world-altering magic. They mention Yggdrasil. Do you know what Yggdrasil is? Like, in in real life? No. Well, let me tell you, because it's Norse mythology, and I love Norse mythology. (laughs) Um it's the world tree um there's world trees in like a lot of different cultures but it's the world tree in Norse mythology and um in Little Witch Academia it's she said that the branches covered the world and connected all the stars in the heavens and witches drew their strength from the branches but as time went on their bow- their power began to fade and eventually the era of magic came to a close the remnants of the branches are what's now known as the ley line she doesn't really say why the branches like decayed or anything they just did but in like real life Yggdrasil encompasses the world it um connects to the nine realms of the world and it, at its base, there's three roots that connect to three different wells. With the well of knowledge, the well of fate, and another well where there's a creature called Needhog, and it gnaws at the tree's roots. I kind of wish there was more like little nuggets of like real life mythology in Little Witch Academia, but I still love it, even though there's not. So yeah, that's the meat and potatoes of the plot. She's collecting the seven words... To open the Grand Triskelion and get the world-altering magic. And wow. Ursula still has not told her of her true identity. Yes, which is Chariot. Her real name is Chariot denor That's her full name. And also in this episode, where she learns about all the stuff about the shiny rod and the, Dr- the Grand Triskelion. Um, why the fuck can't I say that? Professor Croy wants to scan, like, analyze the shiny rod. And when Professor Ursula finds out that she and Akko went to the tower to analyze the rod in her lab, she's pissed. And there's a fight scene that ensues and her hair turns red. So that like we know it's like chariot fighting, fighting Croy, I guess. And the fight scene's pretty good chariots like i will do whatever it takes to protect akko and her fate or something along those lines that part was cute mm-hmm. She's very protective of akko yeah it's really sweet next episode they visit latte's family and another thing happens where it's like only every hundred years or x amount of years this happens Almost every
1: thousand years yeah but the yeah. yeti
0: yeah so everyone turns t- like there's grass growing on them and then they can't move they anymore turn to moss. they look like chia pets they turn to moss yeah and first it starts with latte's family and then susie Lote, and akko try to fix it but then susie turns to moss and then Lote turns to moss so it's all up to akko she has to get medicine from a yeti, and um, like
1: a a medicine capsule. Yeah, which I was thinking, like a capsule that like your meds come in, right? Like that, the powder meds, like the powder goes inside the cap. That's what I was thinking, but it ends up being like this.
0: He's star- blacksmithing looking thing i don't know what the fuck it is i don't know what it is either but he keeps getting it like not quite right and then akko keeps like asking for him to do it again and then he runs off because he's upset and then apparently he had been reading mean comments online about his work and then she gives him a pep talk and then he makes it and then it's still not right because it's too It's too big but she takes it anyway and guess what it works yeah i she could have just taken the first one, I bet, but it's fine. I don't think she finds a word that episode, one of the seven words. That's another filler episode. So we're up to four filler episodes. Next episode, this is the one where Amanda goes to the boys' school with Akko. Um, They sneak in because they heard that they have the Holy Grail, and they Akko thinks that that might be the key to unlocking one of the seven words. However, um, it turns out that the Holy Grail was like one of Croy's. She has these little cubes that can turn into other things. And the chalice, the grail, breaks into little cubes and it infects this giant suit of armor. And Amanda has to fight it.
1: But the boys at the school try to punish them because they hate witches for whatever god forsaken reason i <laughs> go on a witch a literal witch hunt to find akko who is disguised as a mouse and uh, she finds the holy grail and she goes to bring it back to amanda but these dudes have her chained up and they're like well kill that mouse they call her a rat
0: can we talk about how they were wearing these black um,
1: You know what? I tried to block that out of my fucking brain.
0: I don't know what that was about. Where did they get this this his- sorry where did they get this imagery for a witch hunt? Because I don't know if they got some wires crossed or what happened. But like, um, like I was sitting there the first time I watched this, and I was like, I don't think that means what you think that means. So the the boys who are witch hunting, they're wearing robes. They're wearing these hoods. They're just hoods over their regular uniforms. They look stupid, and they're just the hoods over their regular uniforms that are black. black. But, they look, but like they look like Ku Klux Klan hoods, but mm-hmm. they're black. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like not the full robe, it's just the hood. But like, like I where, where did we cross our wires? Where did we lose it? Where did we lose the plot? I meant to look online and see if anyone talked about that, but I never got the chance to.
1: Guess what? I got a
0: window open. But while you're looking for that, um, Amanda beats the the robot suit of armor thing, and she saves like one of the dickhead boys in the process, and they're like, "Oh, maybe witches aren't so bad," um, and him and Andrew like defend the witches against some like grown men and they take the blame for, like, the destruction that happened at the school because, like, some giant suits of armor fell down and made some, like, ruckus. So, but yeah, those hoods, did you find anything? Reddit. W- oh, what'd they say?
1: The hoods remind me of something, but I don't know what. <laughs>
0: they, that's gotta be a joke. Spanish Catholics. Oh.
1: Oh, oh, oh.
0: Oh, yeah? So it is, okay.
1: Capirote. I don't know if that's the right way to say that. Um, But they wear the hoods, and they're in different colors. I'm seeing red, black.
0: You know what? I remember reading something about this.
1: But they're much, much, much taller.
0: I remember. I remember this. I remember reading something about this.
1: Okay, say more words about it. Capuchas de Semana Santa... The best fashion choice.
0: Okay. <laughs> but I remember, maybe it was on Tumblr. Um, I read something about those hoods being in different colors in Spain or Portugal. Maybe both.
1: Somebody says it's their reverse KKK.
0: I Yeah, I literally, like, I don't remember anything about what I read. It was a long time ago.
1: Somebody spelt Akko but with three Ks. Okay, don't love that.
0: Akko didn't wear it. Leave her alone. Somebody says, those are birthday hats. It's Reddit. I don't... Reddit can be either, like, a great place or, like, the worst place. There's, like, no in-between. Love me some Reddit. <laughs> yeah, same. Medieval Punisher Hoods says
1: the hoods are based on the kind worn by medieval torturers and executioners. It has nothing to do with the clan.
0: Okay. That I can get behind, because that would make sense, because they were literally planning on torturing, like, Amanda and Akko.
1: It says, why did they choose somebody—this is a Tumblr post— I love Little Witch Academia, and I also know that sometimes the Japanese might not fully understand Western culture, because let's face it, knowing stuff about another culture can be difficult and complex. But why, oh why, did they choose to represent witch hunters as black KKK members? Those could be from the KKK, or just could be some old medieval Punisher hoods. In any case, it doesn't really matter, considering this is a cartoon about little witches going to magic school in a fictional parallel, England. Not Oh, okay. Not everything has to be 100% actual- accurate to the actual history and also considering the various examples of western cartoons making references to japanese culture trigger has actually nailed many details right compared to them
0: that's true they don't mention any specific countries in this show they don't say like like they say that akko is from a different country from diana Mm -hmm. and they say that andrew andrew's country the country that they're in is at war with another country but they never name any names Mm -hmm. um so they never say American or English or Japanese they never say any of those words still I think it's a strange choice Mm -hmm. you like regardless of what world you're like creating the work of fiction in like you live in this world where that hood means a thing yeah and If it is a medieval torture thing like that I can get behind because they were literally like they were like in medieval times we tortured witches and they were about to torture witches so like that I can get behind but still why they could have chosen anything else or simply not put the hoods on I don't know. (laughs) I'm surprised you like forgot about that. mean i didn't forget about it you were just like i don't want to think about it
1: actually yeah like i was just like why
0: (laughs) yeah like i was like are you kidding me yeah that's that's white (laughs) privilege yeah um moving on (laughs) i think the next episodes are about diana uh the next episode there the next episode is the wild hunt with constance which is the one you mentioned earlier Uh, yes she's building a i don't understand what the wild hunt is like what they're hunting ghosts i don't you know, know
1: i think it might be ghosts
0: i yeah maybe um constance is really fun and cute and unique character and she's a witch but she uses magic to like power it's almost like steam powered things but they're magic powered robots or like clockwork powered but I think some of her stuff is powered by magic I think that's accurate and she's like the short yeah she's a short little mute adventure adventure inventor Akko breaks one of her helper robots and Akko wants to help her like pay her back by helping her build her ship and Constance is like no I work alone and Akko is very insistent and she helps her anyway so she finds her own unique way to help her that isn't like getting in her way because Constance can't she doesn't talk to people and so Akko like does that for her and that's that's a good like the way you described it like kind of went over my head like i didn't really think about it that way that's like sh- it's a lesson in asking for help and things that like maybe you can't do on your own yeah i think it was a cute episode it ended with the
1: the hunt thing yeah and it kind of like was like a save the day type of deal Yeah, the boat
0: that they built turns into a giant Gundam. I haven't heard that word phrase in a while. Oh, Gundam? Yeah. (laughs) When's the last time you heard it?
1: 2017, 2018. Oh, wow. Because there was this
0: guy at Parkside that was a Gundam Mm. fan. The next two episodes are about Diana. She has to leave Luna Nova because she got a message from home. And Aqua's like, no, don't leave Luna Nova. What the fuck is wrong with you? And Diana's like, leave me alone, thanks. Aqua follows her to her family estate, anyways.
1: And he hitchhikes with Andrew and his dad or something.
0: Yeah, um, because Andrew and his dad, his dad is a congressman.
1: His dad is like... a man.
0: Yeah, he's like a statesman or something. And um they're going to Diana's family's house because apparently Diana's family while Diana was gone was arranging to sell some of their family heirlooms. And Diana's pissed. I I would be too. Go off, girl. Yeah. They end up not buying any of them anyhow, but um it turns out Diana is related to one of the nine old witches who are these very important witches that like founded the academy I am I think is is what they are.
1: Diana and Akko also have like a really good like moment together when yeah. Diana's kind of like explaining the entire situation.
0: Yeah, Diana's mom had passed and Diana was trying to become the head of the family and she had to go through a trial but her aunt is a total what's the word you used in one episode madam bitch (laughs) (laughs) i did not yeah you did and you're the only person i've ever heard who's used that term and i it's i think it's perfect for this character because she is she's madam bitch (laughs) god damn it (laughs) and so, Madam Bitch attacks Diana while she's trying to do her little trial to become head of the family. And Akko is like, hey, we gotta go save her. So, she does. And then... Also, her name is, like, Dylan or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. But it's weird. And her, her aunt and her cousins are assholes. And, there yeah, there's bonding between Diana and Ako. I don't remember how Diana decides to come back to Lunanova, but she does. It's something Akko did. Yeah, it it always is. Akko saves the day. Yeah, as always. So yeah, Diana comes back to Lunanova, even though she said she wasn't going to. The next episode, um, Akko's trying to get one of the words. um, One of the seven words. Yeah, Professor Ursula is like oh, well, this is the word, and yeah, she doesn't tell her where it is, even though she knows where it is. And so Aqua talks to Croy about the word, and she's like, oh, you can probably find that at the top of this tree that has dangerous pollen in it um, in Wagandia. And if you inhale this pollen, you will, it's really dangerous to witches, and you might lose your magic power, or you might not be able to fly anymore uh, your ability to fly yeah. and literally professor ursula and diana
1: and susie and lote are like girl don't do it yeah like you have to realize how stupid you're being by doing this it goes into bloom and when it goes into bloom the pollen goes out and then if you breathe that in you're done for you're not going to be a witch goodbye shiny chariot Never gonna be your dream, right? And then Well, that's another thing. Oh, she's like, but I can't wait another three years. And then Ursula's like, but you'll still get the word even if you wait. It'll just take longer. And then LaCroix, I know it's not LaCroix. LaCroix gets enough shit, and so I think she needs to get the shit too. Um is like, Oh, I'll take you to Wagandia.
0: Yeah, yeah, because look, Professor Ursula, she, like, lays down the law. She's like, I'm not going to take you. Because, okay, another thing is the pollen might disperse in a month. Or it might disperse in three years. Like, But she says it's very rare that it disperses in three years. Like, most of the time, it's just one month. So, like, she could only have to wait for one month. I just she home. doesn't even know. Something I forgot to mention in the episode where Croy scans the shiny rod in Akko is like they scan Akko herself and it's like temperament like impatient um selfish it just kind of rags on her (laughs) and like it's not untrue like she is selfish and impatient and generally thoughtless a lot of the time but she means well but in instances like this where like the pollen literally could take away her ability to fly and she already can't fly like maybe, what are you doing
1: maybe she can't fly because when she was a baby she
0: inhaled some of that pollen i'll tell you why she can't fly later i'm excited to tell you am i on par i'll tell you later okay <laughs> um, late ursula lays down the law she's like i'm not fucking taking you and then look La- um lacroix is like well, I'll take you. And so she takes her. And then Ursula finds out she's pissed as hell. Um, it's really hard climbing this tree in Wigandia. It's like really treacherous. And Ursula is like, come with me. And Aqua slaps her hand away. And she's like, no. Because during this time that Croy was taking her to the tree, she's been planting little seeds of doubt about Ursula. Being like, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want you to have the seven words. Anyways, the pollen comes. 'Cause the whole argument is that, well, Croy said the pollen isn't supposed to start spreading for some time because Croy's argument is like, well, Ursula uh, gets her times mixed up sometimes. So and she's just being a conniving little bitch. A witch bitch. A witch bitch. And um she gets towards the top of the tree, not all the way, but like she gets quite a ways up there. And the pollen starts blooming and she's like, the pollen, it's blooming already. And it's like, whoa, it's like people told you that that was going to happen.
1: She wasn't able to use magic or tools to get to the top of the tree. So she doesn't have like anything with her that could help her get to the bottom real quick.
0: Yeah. Without dying. Yeah. Um, She does fall though. And Ursula catches her. Because Ursula's good. Ursula's. I love Ursula. (laughs) Or Chariot, I guess. I love her. I love her so much. She protects Akko. Like, she wraps herself around Akko to, like, try and protect her from the pollen. And we don't really know this for sure until a couple episodes later. It's only hinted at because we don't really see her try to use magic or use her broom except for one time but she does lose her ability to fly because of this oh yeah so yeah and she wrapped herself around Akko and she kind of broke their fall and Akko's like when they get to the bottom and Akko's like oh I said submit like such mean things to you and um you're always there for me and it's like a really sweet dialogue that they have together and their relationship is just so so sweet I love this anime it's very
1: like it's very clear that it seemed well I can't say because I didn't really finish but it seems like Ursula is willing to sacrifice a lot for Ako because of the shiny rod
0: so it shows her I think in this episode she might have said it in this episode because at some point Ursula talks to Croy because she before she goes up to save Akko she's like um Croy's like do you know why I keep interfering and it's because Akko's the only way for you to get your dream and I think Chariot's dream was to like make the world smile and that's Akko's dream and so, and Croy is just like, no, Croy is just being a mega bitch. And when Ursula's like, I'm going to protect Akko, Croy's like, don't go up there. You're going to lose your ability to fly. And she goes up there anyway. And her robots start to like fly up to stop her, but then she says, cancel. During the past few episodes, there's been, like, little hints here and there that her little robots have been up to more things. And in the next episode, after the tree episode, Croy, um, her little robots have been collecting, like, anger energy from humans through an app. So there's, like, a riot because of a soccer game. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Because of a soccer game outcome, there's a riot. I, you know what? I saw that because it was at the very
1: beginning of the episode and I was like, I do not have the brain power to watch
0: this. (laughs) Yeah. And that's when Frank is like, oh, people have been using this app called Refresh and you use it to like, it's supposed to have a calming effect. But what it was really doing, Croy had developed that app and- it was collecting people's anger. This was getting all sucked up into her. Her shit. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what she was doing with it. It was nefarious, though, of course. And um, Ako was in town as well because Andrew was in town. And he's like, "Hey, I have your hat because she left it in his car when she went to go visit Diana to try and get her to come back from Luna Nova." Mm -hmm. and so they were both in town and Croy's like oh you're here too hey and Aqua's like what are you doing and she's like oh i'm collecting anger energy she calls it like noir energy noir magic energy something like that um she says that she's like collecting the energy from the humans via their anger and akko's like that's kind of fucked up (laughs) And (laughs) well she basically says something like that's not what magic should be used for and um she's like you sound like chariot ursula shows up at some point ursula is revealed as chariot at this point i was really that close yeah you were really that close Um, She still looks like Ursula, but like in the last episode, Akko's like, wow, I I just really want to meet Chariot. And Croy's like, you'll meet Chariot soon. And then in the next episode, like, she's like, I told you you'd meet Chariot soon. She's like, Chariot's been under your nose the whole time. To Chariot, she says, I don't know why you're acting like you're so above this, like collecting the anger energy from humans. Because you did like the same thing what she did was when people came to her magic show she did this thing to put on like very extravagant acts of magic to make her shows extremely extravagant she would collect magic energy from the humans they they would she would turn their dreams she she was using come some kind of device or something that who developed To turn their dreams into magic. However. Chariot didn't find out till later. From Croy That by doing this. It was taking magic. The magic of the humans. Like out of them. In order to do this. So you know that part. Where little Akko is watching. The magic show. And this little fairy comes out of her chest.
1: Okay. That's why she that's, can't
0: Yeah, that's like her magic coming out of her. Okay. Yeah.
1: And... Did you know that it was happening? Did she, Ursula know? Yeah. No, she didn't. Oh, so here we go. Corey's a bitch again.
0: Yeah, so... <sighs> okay, so they do a flashback and croy and her are like teenagers she's like yeah i'm doing these these shows because the, um let me back up a little further so like the shiny rod had chosen chariot yeah shiny rod came down from the stars and chose chariot to unlock their grand triskelion and croy is like why is it her like why isn't it me and chariot was really broken up she's like well it should be you like and she was crying and she's like i'm so sorry it's not you and she and croy was like you know what it's okay like it's okay that it's you like accept it and then it moves on a little bit all chariot wants to do is make people smile then she eventually does the magic show and people are coming less because it's not as entertaining and this is when croy is like hey i developed this thing and it turns dreams into magic and it can help you amp up your show and so she uses it and then she finds out later exactly what i said like it's taking magic out of humans Uh and croy's like well it's not really a problem because if it's just ordinary people watching the show like whatever like if there was a witch family watching the show then yeah that'd be a different story but you know whatever it's unlikely that will happen because a lot of witch families don't take chariots magic seriously so it's unlikely they'll even be there so if it's ordinary people in croy's mind it's fine chariots like well fuck that i'm not using this anymore so she stops using it and her shows get progressively like less entertaining and she does this thing where she uses up a lot of magic energy and she shoots the moon with shiny arc and there's i don't know if you noticed throughout the show but there's a giant like star shape in the moon and that's because of chariot croy sees this and she wipes everyone's memories And Croy's like, I'm done. Like, I'm done with you. Bye. And that's when Chariot, like, disappeared for 10 years. And she went off and became Professor Ursula and became a professor at the academy. During this backstory, Akko, after finding out about Chariot and everything, like, that Professor Ursula was Chariot, and that Chariot did that with, like, the harvesting people's dreams, this magic, she went missing. Akko went missing. Yeah. So everyone's out looking for her. Um, Lotte's like pretty, like especially upset because she's like, I never really had to think about the possibility that she's like actually not coming back. And Susie is like, hey like, Akko's too stupid. Like she says something like, Akko's too stupid to actually leave or something like that. Like actually get away from us. She comforts Lotte. And Amanda's looking for her. Jasminka is looking for her constance everyone everyone's pitching in um the one who finds her is diana and she's like i want to show you something and she shows her her shiny chariot card
1: that was in the treasure box
0: yeah that she was oh. hiding she's like i was a fan of chariot too um but i had to like kind of hide my like for her because you know people in the witch world didn't really like her um and remember that whole thing about witch families being in the audience and getting your magic sucked out of you that old thing andrew mentioned at some point that there was a period when diana was a kid where she couldn't really use her magic but she never really stopped trying she kept really she kept studying and she kept working hard and eventually like the the magic came back but she couldn't use her magic so like she was at the same show that Akko was because she ha- she went overseas to see it Diana talks to her a little bit longer she says something like um, I still don't have any sympathy for you bullshit <laughs> she's like You can still work hard and, like, get your dreams. And, you know, she gives her a really good pep talk. So
1: did Diana, like, not lose her magic
0: or? She lost it for a little bit when she was a kid. Just like a short period. Yeah. And I think it came back probably because she was from a witch family okay and she had been doing magic beforehand Mm -hmm. maybe so like it made it easier to like go back to doing it before diana found akko she went to professor Ursula, and she was like hey we never finished our talk from earlier because she tried to talk to earlier and she's like i'm busy sorry um she's like oh well i'm busy right now sorry and diana's like okay i'm just gonna ask are you chariot denore? <laughs> and she's like, uh um, Yeah. And she's like, how why are you just sitting here when Ako's lost out there? She like, she needs you now more than ever. And I don't know, Professor Ursula's kind of being like a little bitch. Like she's being ridiculous. Diana rounds everyone up and tells them about. You know, she doesn't tell everyone that Professor Ursula is Chariot, but she tells them everything else and why they need to go find Akko. So the, leading into the next episode, Akko's going back to school because obviously she was never leaving. But if there was a question that there was, like, she's she's going back to school. We're back to Professor Croy, and she has a plan. And her plan is to open the Grand Triskelion. She's overloading on like human anger energy because the riot's still going on about this stupid ass soccer game. <laughs> um she's her plan is to overload on human energy, go to Arcturus Forest, the forbidden forest mm-hmm. and open the seal. Um she never says what she wants the world altering magic for, she just wants it. Um she gets it she opens the seal but then it's like all fun magic it's a stick fun it's it's this like a little stick and she's like is this really it okay and she like uses it and like it's bubbles and then it's like stars and then it's like rainbows and she's like what the fuck she she gets really angry and upset and professor woodward shows up and she's like i don't know what to tell you and she's like if you aren't gonna like choose me then like why are you even here you know why are you even entertaining this why did you why am i even allowed to open the seal? then the sorcerer's stone collapses like it falls down because it's usually levitating it falls down and it's drained the ley line vanishes all the magic goes out at luna nova all the magic goes out everywhere kroy's plan backfires like her all of her little things turn into a giant monster and akko saves the day she finds uh the last word the seventh word she gets the world-altering magic but that's not the last episode. Because Croy's fuck up is bigger than she thought because Croy's like defeated. She's like, okay, whatever, I'm over it. Fine. <laughs> um, her leftover bots ended up as a missile creature. Um, and it's just kind of going haywire and like it's headed towards another country. Um, and the witches are kind of like, okay, we have to stop this. But the witches don't have enough magic to stop it because of all the, the with all the bullshit with Kroy's routers not working anymore. They devise a plan because Akko believes. So the girls team up. It's Amanda, Jasminka, Constance, all the girls. And she's like, we're the new nine witches and um and that's counting croy and chariot and they they form like a big ass broom that fits seven of them on it croy and chariot stay behind and they all like pitch in to like get them higher and higher and higher and farther and farther and eventually they start running out of magic when it's just akko and diana left on the broom they start running out and like sinking down But then, like, for some reason, this, like, the witches going after the Mitchell, going after the missile is being streamed, like, a video to everyone, like, worldwide. And the people are watching it. So when they start to go down, the people are like, well, the witches will do something. So the people start to believe in them. And it's like Tinkerbell style, you know. So they get power from the, they're like, cheer, them cheering them on, and then they start going up again. Akko almost defeats it with transformation magic. Like a bunch of cubes will fly around her, and she would turn them all into like rubber ducks or something. It's a really fun episode to watch, and I think you should watch it. Um, however, Akko falls off the broom like oh um she's still falling because they're up really high and then diana falls off the broom but then akko arrives to catch diana and she's on the legendary broom the red one ah the the crazy broom the crazy broom it came and found her and she was flying it um so everyone's belief revived Yggdrasil. Like, I guess you could, like, see Yggdrasil, like, wrapping around the world. Um, and Akko and Diana defeat the giant missile monster with shiny arc. Like, they both start pulling back on the bow, and they do shiny arc together. And the explosion um, sends shooting stars all over the world. That's cute. There's growth for Andrew and Andrew's dad. Because, like, this whole time, like, a bunch of states people and the whole world, but, like, states people were watching it, like, in a boardroom because they were like, I don't, we don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. tell the minister, tell whatever. Um. So Andrew's dad and Andrew were in the room watching it on the monitor. Mm-hmm. And Andrew's dad was like, you know, maybe I misjudged witches. Maybe, maybe... You can tell me more about the usefulness of, like, witches and magic and stuff. And so, like, not only Andrew, like, had character growth, but, like, also his dad. So, like, I think that's pretty sick. Um, The shiny rod disintegrates in Aqua's hands, and it goes back up into the sky to be stars. Troy leaves the academy, and... Her goal is to go break Wagandia's curse so that um, Ursula can fly again. Oh, yeah. Also, I I think I forgot to mention in the episode before the last episode when they beat like the mini boss basically, mm-hmm. it like attacks Croy at first, but like Chariot fights it off. And at one point, she, like, jumps into its mouth. (laughs) And this is when, like, Akko saves the day and, like, Chariot's fine. Kroy's like, leave. Like, you're in trouble. And Chariot's like, I'm not going to abandon you. And that's kind of, like, their relationship. Like, even though they've been through, like, so much turmoil, I don't know. There's still that bond between them. And now Croy's going to fix her curse hopefully it cuts to a little bit later Akko's trying to fly doesn't look like she can fly everyone's Mm -hmm. gathered around her because she she gathered everyone because she's like I think it's gonna be the time I think it's gonna be the time that I can fly for sure Mm -hmm. and it's not looking like she's gonna fly um she's like saying Tia Frele and just jumping and nothing's happening um but then someone says something really cute about how believing in herself is her magic. And she laughs. And then all of a sudden, like, she's floating, like, five inches off the ground. And then she, she flies. Oh. Yeah. And then that's how it ends. So everyone's like, oh, you are flying. The second season is so good. I'll have to watch those last four episodes one of these days. Your next day off, like... It's just a few, it's just like an hour or two. It's like a movie. Yeah. Um, the last episode just looks like it's very pretty, you know. If you're going to watch this, you I should have written down the titles of the um I wrote down the numbers though. You can skip episode four of season one, episode eight of season one episode nine of season one and episode three of season two on netflix
1: the episodes do not start back at one Um, when you reach into season two it goes straight from 13 in season one to 14 in season two so that episode would be season um episode 16
0: Mm, okay so those are all the filler episodes if you just want the meat and potatoes of little witch academia um that's those are the episodes you can skip but yeah i i love magical girl anime so much i love i love this anime so much it's one of my favorite anime i have a print of it on my wall i have a tarot deck um that's it because i'm broke (laughs) but uh i've been wanting to cosplay akko for like ever since i watched this um But now that I'm rewatching this, I kind of would rather cosplay Professor Ursula. I just love magical girl anime because of just it's like every magical girl anime has like a very wholesome Mm -hmm. message about like either hope or friendship. We have so much media that's like so heavy, and I love that, but sometimes you just need like some really good like hopeful shit did they there's another series so i wrote this little thing that i meant to say at the beginning so yeah uh little witch academia again was originally a short film released in 2013 they crowdfunded a second short film that was released in 2015 and it was called little witch academia enchanted parade and i haven't seen it is that what you're seeing Little Witch Academia
1: Witches of Mid- Midgard. What?
0: Hold on, let me see this. This is on Netflix? I don't think it's on Netflix. Oh, where are you seeing this? Little Witch Academia fanandandom.com. That's I bet that's one of their um mangas, their light novel light novels because I know that after the series came out on Netflix, they released manga or light novels.
1: Witches of Misgard verse is the Norse fan fiction series based on Studio Trigger's Little Witch Academia franchise. It's fan fiction. Is it? Yeah. Ah uh, yes, it's... archive of our
0: own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must be very popular. It must be well.
1: Basically, Akko and Diana eventually become love interests.
0: Oh, everyone ships them, so I'm not surprised. Oh, okay. I mean, I kind of liked um
1: Ako with Andrew, but that's just me.
0: I think that's what they want you to like. Um, yeah, I could ship Diana with Akko, but... I'm mostly so fixated on Ursula and Croy with the whole friends to enemies to lovers arc because I just love that shit.
1: I mean, listen, I'm not even going to lie. Like, almost every single one of these characters in the Nine New Witches definitely gives off vibes of not being straight. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, all of them except for I want to say Jasminka and Avgo, in my opinion, but like Susie and Lote and Constance and Amanda, I think... Diana or Diane. Diana, Diana. yeah, Diana. yeah. I, I'm getting the vibes from them.
0: Yeah, all of them. I love them. It's so weird that we don't get the vibes from I don't get the vibes from Jasminka either, but I think that's just because we don't know anything about her except for that she likes to eat. Um,
1: I had to figure out who the hell you were talking about because I was like, who's Jasminka?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cause she's so cute. She is so cute. She's on um one of the cutest cards in my deck. But um, like she's not she doesn't have any fucking she doesn't have any development. We don't know anything about her. She hardly has lines. She literally, and when she does say things, like sometimes it's not necessary. They're just like, oh, she's here too. So she should probably say something. Look at this card. Isn't that oh, so cute? Adorable. Right? It's one of the cutest cards in the deck. It's for temperance, which I think is funny because that's all about like balance and like restraint (laughs) and she's like she has a snacking problem and as someone with a snacking problem myself i can relate i also have a snacking problem (laughs) she's adorable i i ordered target
1: drive up pickup yesterday because i was hungry and I got all
0: kinds of snacks. hmm And I didn't need them. If you want to be technical, no one ever needs snacks. But, like, me... I don't know how you eat, but, like, I'm a that, grazer.
1: I'm gonna say that's incorrect
0: because I feel like there are a lot of people
1: who eat snacks for, like, blood sugar and stuff like that.
0: Mm, true, 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 and true. I people
1: often eat snacks to... Give myself a little boost of energy, like especially at work. If I'm starting to get a little drowsy, I will snick snack,
0: snick snack. I graze throughout the day, like I don't eat a lot of meals. I'll instead like eat small things. Um, it's either like I eat small things or I don't eat at all, which is not healthy. I know, but I'm working on it. Okay, um, but yeah, people do need. Snacks for blood sugar, for sure. Like, I know people with, like, diabetes will keep, like, a bag of Skittles, like, a big bag of Skittles in their bag, Um, for example. I
1: usually grab literally one Reese's
0: um, pumpkin, or I'll grab Pop-Tarts. Oh my god, Reese's cups sound so good. We don't have anything sweet in our house right now.
1: I bought like <sighs> the Hebrew elf fudge stripes. Stop. <sighs> we have some Oreos, which I have not touched yet. I've oh been in the house for like two months.
0: We just got paid today, so we could probably go grocery shopping, but like.
1: Oh, fuck. <laughs> I just got so hungry and I just had dinner. No, my coworker came over to get a heater for her fish tank i ordered taco Bell and i was like hey girl hey so um if i buy you something
0: will you pick it up <laughs> i cooked i'm not gonna say this right it's i think it's chinese honey chicken for dinner it's like a certain kind of sauce, hoisin, ho- hoisin. I got this. Hoisin. Hoisin? Hoisin. I had hoisin honey chicken for dinner with green beans and rice. It was very yummy and filling. It might be like hoisin. Oh, hoisin chicken.
1: Um, Or I'm not sure because I don't know if they pronounce that... The I, the same way that they do in Japanese, but, um, like, in Japanese, the SI would be C.
0: Yeah, Japanese would be so easy if the grammar was the same. I know, and that's not, and that's what, that was
1: eventually my downfall when I was taking same. Japanese, because I, I took it in high school. I don't know if you did, but I took it in high school.
0: No, I tried to learn it as an adult, and then I fell off the wagon, because, like, I... I just always do like I've I've been trying to learn Turkish recently and their grammar is also fucky and it's like this is why I'm sticking to French like I just need to stick to French and just really de-rust my French because their grammar is grammar I can understand
1: yeah it's like the sentence structures for Japanese and English are different and the um the grammar is different as well and that was ultimately my downfall because I don't think I would have been able to complete a third year of Japanese
0: I've been wanting to learn Swedish and like other languages that I am actually related to the countries that those languages are from I think that would be neat but I am intimidated and also like part of my brain is like settle down just focus on French because you don't even use that (laughs) You don't have anyone to speak French to. I wanted to learn German. Because at one
1: point I wanted to move to Germany. And live with my brother while he was in the Air Force. And so I wanted to learn German. Even though most Germans speak English. Mm -hmm. Um, And if the German that you're speaking to doesn't speak English. The person next to them does. Right. And I started learning it on duolingo back when duolingo had a different very a very different structure than it does now and but you could like it was it was good it was easy but like i got a real big problem with gendering inanimate objects
0: it's stupid it should all be like it It. yeah it yeah i heard in some languages they do have a like genderless pronoun for items i don't remember what languages is but like why is chair feminine but can you... i don't know can't you... Can you just pick like if you're going to gender them can you at least pick one gender for all of the items and not pick genders for each of like each different item like why do you have to make it complicated
1: like the bathroom items can be feminine (laughs) and the kitchen items can be masculine
0: all of them make them masculine or all of them make them feminine don't make me think about whether the fridge is a man or a woman that's stupid like why who decided this
1: i got issues with this it's silly that's that's that was my downfall for german i didn't even try with french
0: if you practice french like i can help you practice french i'm not an expert but
1: well just practice french and then eventually one day one of our podcast episodes is going to be in french
0: cassie says she's learning french i think in school right now our cassie yeah oh nice yeah And i told her oh well hey i i know french kind of so probably you're probably more advanced than me though than me though at this point because i have not (laughs) it really helps to consume media in the language you're learning and i haven't watched any french youtubers in like a long time um
1: my french teacher showed us this song in french obviously And I really, 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 really liked it. But I was also 14. Oh, no. And it probably doesn't line up with my current music taste.
0: Oh, true. Did you? So, oh, God, you didn't take Spanish. There was a song that everyone, every fucking Spanish one teacher showed their class. Because I took Spanish one and then I switched to French because I didn't like the teacher. Um. Every Spanish one teacher, no matter what school you went to, apparently showed the song "La Camisa Negra" by Juanes. You know the song? Did you say that? Say what? The name of the song. La Camisa Negra. Juanes. Did Juanes say- is
1: the
0: yeah. Juanes
1: is the name okay. of the singer. I need to tell you this because it's tripped me up a couple times. You sound like Siri sometimes.
0: What? What do you mean? Like. I don't use Siri. You, you have, sound like, your Siri's a man. Um, But I know what Siri sounds like. Okay. What is Siri? I don't, I don't use Siri. You mean I sound like
1: Siri? It's it's tripped me up like three times tonight.
0: Okay, what the fuck did I say? Juanes, but other than Juanes,
1: I don't know. I don't remember. But I was just like, <laughs> I was like, did she say like I'm? Just, I was saying like, I was like, that sounds very much like Siri. Well, I sound like a robot. Or maybe it's not Siri, but maybe it's the the TikTok voice.
0: Oh no, I hate the TikTok voice. Oh my God, don't tell me that. I hate that bitch. Oh my God. You know the way you don't like the woman Siri voice? I fucking hate the TikTok voice. I don't trust
1: her. It's like when... You're talking at like a
0: medium pitch. I think I could do an impression of the TikTok voice. Ew. Do it. <laughs> do, it. do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um I feel nauseous just thinking about saying something like her. <sighs> Z library being taken down is peak Mars retrograde in Gemini activity. I yeah, I hear it. <laughs> yeah. I feel nauseous. I want to throw up. I fucking hate I hate it. I hate it.
1: I hate it. I heard it when you said I fucking
0: <laughs> I fucking she doesn't swear. She can't swear, can she? I don't know. Yeah, she can swear. Oh. I'm not on, I'm probably not on TikTok as much as you. I i feel like i am too like like i'm in two. i have two adhd modes it's like either i'm too like adhd to like watch videos on my phone like i'm listening to sounds other places so i can't be fucking with sounds on my phone or like i'm constantly on tiktok like there's no in between what i just keep hearing it no stop Uh. Do I have to start talking in a fucking accent? Like?
1: No, because then I'll be like, oh, you sound like Australian, Siri. <laughs> I don't think I can do an Australian accent. I can't do any accents. That part of my brain does not work.
0: Anyways, we should episode, end the end the episode. Okay. Um, Little Witch Academia. Magical Girl Anime. I recommend. Yes. Please watch it. I will post a picture of my deck on the gram
1: i love her deck it's so
0: pretty it's fan made
1: the thing that makes me sad about the deck though is that chariot shiny chariot is not the chariot on
0: the deck it's amanda that's chariot on the deck it makes sense though even though shiny chariot isn't the chariot the chariot is about being like full speed ahead and that is very much Amanda and it's and she has that like broom that like needs to be chained up with her in the car art yeah I mean it makes sense thematically but like I understand why you're upset <laughs> but it's fan made and I don't think they sell it anymore so I'm so sorry but I will post pictures so you can admire it anyway um so yeah on uh, next time on the movie witch podcast yeah one division yeah yeah are you ready for that yeah can't tell if you're being serious <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> it's really good if you go into it wanting like a good story i think of it like opening a new book i haven't opened up a new book in ages yeah but like this this series like this this like wandavision is like a book it's like a short story okay um Make sure to follow us on social media. We're at MovieWitch Pod and at Movie Witch Podcast. Uh-huh. And
1: share our social media posts if you do follow us on the social media. And become a patron.
0: Yeah. Also tell a friend. Right. And our Patreon, we have a two dollar tier and a seven dollar tier. Um, you know, if you divide that up, I'm do the math. That is like fifty cents an episode. Yeah. Which I don't think is so bad.
1: I didn't mean me either.
0: <laughs> so
1: um you can help me get a microphone so you don't have to listen to my dog
0: squeak, 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 squeaking. Yeah, if you so if you like what we do here and you want to see us grow and improve um patreon is the way to do it we don't mean to beg for money all the time but um that is really the only way we're going to improve is if we get supporters so yeah um and also if you hear us talking about bonus episodes everyone now and then and you want those but like we're not putting them out and you're wondering why? well, the only way we're going to know that you want those is if you become a patron. So
1: also true. <laughs> if you become obsessed with us, you got to, you know, tell us.
0: Yeah, we got to we we're only going to know if you like our podcast if you tell us. Cuz I know that I am a very like I'm a silent listener of a lot of my podcasts, like I don't engage a lot of the time. Me. And I get that if you're one of those people, but being that we're a new podcast, it would be super helpful if you took like two minutes out of your day to be like, hey, I like what you're doing. Um, I would like to see this on the podcast. Yeah. Even if you don't support us on Patreon, but you know, that would be nice if you did. A <laughs> on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter.
1: Also, leave us a five star review. I'm really bad at asking for a reason at work, but I only have to do it here like once a week so
0: yeah um so that's it we'll talk to you next week
1: yeah until next time bye witches bye witches